Welcome to 1989, inside the diary of a wannabe radio announcer. My name is Benjamin Wosley. You may remember me from my work as Giggling Ben on Hamish and Andy. Hang on, stop, stop, everybody, stop. I think, I think Giggling Ben went to play, <laughs> went to play a crowd. Or even Bad Boy Ben with The Vixen back in the 90s. It's the PMFM Top 30 with Bad Boy and The Vixen and joining us from the UK really early in the morning. It's Billy. But way before any of that, when I was 19 in 89, I moved from the seclusion of my bedroom at my parents' house in Adelaide all the way to the isolated Western Australian mining town of Caratha to start work as a radio announcer at a little station called 6KA. My godmother gave me a diary to write down every momentous occasion and I actually did it. And now, 30 years later, I'm going to find out how weird... Arrogant, lame, self-absorbed, dorky, inexperienced and closeted the 19-year-old version of me was. To hold my hand while we navigate almost 365 days worth of embarrassment. I'm going to call in my family, my friends, people that were there, people that have known me for nearly 30 years. Strap yourselves in. It's going to be an embarrassing ride. I'm Benjamin Wosley. Welcome to 19 in 89. Yeah, yay to you. Welcome back once again. After this episode, we've just got eight more weeks of diary entries to push through. Yeah, it is week 40, which means we should ideally have another 12 weeks to go. But I actually tore the first week of pages out and I started writing in this legendary 1989 Collins diary as of January 8. Plus... I also took 22 days off in November and was probably too busy regaling my friends and family and anyone else that would listen about Radio This and Radio That and oh my gosh, you can't even imagine nor care, but I'm telling you anyway, that would have been happening endlessly over and over. Hence, I didn't write anything other than HOLIDAYS in all caps on all 22 pages whilst I was away, so we'll never know how mundane and mediocre it really was. But we do for week 40 of my life. So to drag us back in time to 1989, we're hitting up chartboots.com.au for all the big debuts on the Aussie music charts that week. And it's a bit of a bleak week for new arrivals. There was the return of Jason Donovan with Every Day I Love You More in at 43. The fine young cannibals could only muster up a spot of 47 for Don't Look Back. And the biggest debut of the week belonged to the song Able to Swing Your Mood from Joy to Pure Hatred, mostly because it became such a huge earworm of a hit. Jive Bunny and the Master Mixes debuted inside the top 10, which at that stage had in 1989 only been done by Kylie, Jason, and Madonna. So having Swing the Mood in at nine was an event. It was basically a medley of original songs from the 30s and 50s remixed together. So the boomers lapped it up and the music video had a cartoon bunny. So the kids were cray cray for it too. It's a perfect circle of hell. Uh, It went on to be one of the highest selling songs of 89. And it wasn't the only mix the bunny treated us to either. They released three singles in 89 and went on to deliver seven bloody albums of that sort of thing. Kill me. It's actually probably being played at a wedding reception or in a pub somewhere while you're actually listening to this podcast. Oh, bless. Hey, coming up in this episode, the countdown is on to my return to Adelaide for holidays. Ooh, yay, more timekeeping. Uh, There's also more eating to excess from this little plumper. The hills above Caratha are on fire. 
But that's about all I'll have to say about it. The pilot strike is starting to get biblical, as you can guess. 1989 me is totes pissed off about it. There's also a broken video recorder to deal with, a live show to see, and the descriptions of my on-air shifts cover the gamut of emotions, from unrefined crap and nothing to rave about, to it went really well and I was happy with it. So, mostly shit, but I still seem to be able to find some redeeming qualities to still talk myself up. Bless. Anyway, to help me uh, work through all of that and so much more, let's welcome another of my besties. Who is that? Who is that? Who is that? Who is that? Who is this? Who is that? It's Lou, Linda, welcome back! Hello, Ben! Alright, for those that have experienced this podcast before, no, Linda and I went to school together. Um, but we always like to sort of reconnect on something. And I think the thing we were talking about is when we were this age, 19, back in 89, and before that, we were buying magazines, countdowns, smash hits. There were so many. Whatever happened to magazines? I loved magazines. Did I you have a subscription? Yeah, totally had a subscription. Because oh. no, you didn't want to go to the, what was it, the news agency to buy them. <laughs> and do you remember you used to get a special sometimes when you had a subscription? You'd get extra things. Yes. You'd get an extra magazine or a little extra thing. It was yeah, or like- an end of year <laughs> review or something special. <laughs> a bonus poster. <laughs> <laughs> Did you used to like your posters? Oh my god, I loved my posters. I used to have. <laughs> now I'm going to make confessions, and Lou already knows this. <laughs> I love that the question came up. Um, on the back of my bedroom wall, <laughs> I had a picture of Howard Jones, who had the cockatoo hair. Look him up; he was amazing. Anyway, um, on the back of that was Carrie Hart, who sang a song called "I Wear My Sunglasses That Night So I Can, So I Can." Whatever it went like that. And apparently it was him. There's no apparent about it. It really was him shirtless with his shirt off and he had a hairy chest. And I thought, hubbada, hubbada. So instead of putting that on my wall, I put Howard Jones up, who I did like as well. But whenever when no one was around, I would pull the blue tack off and have a look at Kerry and his hairy chest and go, ah. You, were, you know what is funny is that you were closeted, but you didn't know because you weren't open and honest about it, were you? Why were you hiding it? I was hiding it everywhere. But it's so it's so weird that I thought it was just going to be a phase. I didn't. I was not phased about it at all. It's like, well, I'm going to work through this. Phase. I'm going to wank the gay out of me. <laughs> <laughs> and my favourite story from then is like I used to have an exercise book buried in my cupboard that was basically page after page after page of photos of men that I found attractive that um, I then cut and paste into that little book. So it was my wank bank. <laughs> Do you because you get like your glue stick and glue them in. That's really weird, Ben. <laughs> yes, weird. I fully had that, and then I'd pull it out every time I had a jerk, which was three to four times every half hour. <laughs> <sighs> Let's not talk about my little brother catching me, <laughs> or how I pretended it was a friend, and I'm protecting it for them. <laughs> Protecting the book that you'd stuck. Did you draw on the front of it and call it something? No, I think it was really nondescript. It had to look like just a normal <laughs> exercise book. <laughs> I'm sure I burnt it. Sure I burnt it. I hope I burnt it. <laughs> Maybe my brothers have it. <laughs> They'll bring it out for you, you know. Yeah. Your, Remember your 21st. this? All these bather shots from Cole's catalogues and whatever else you got it from. <laughs> Centerfolds from Mum's Cleos. And interesting you say bathers because now I live in Queensland, I realise that not everyone calls swimmers bathers. No. That's a very South Australian thing you a just said. a very South Australian thing. New South Wales people call them um, 
cozzies, don't they? Yeah, and there's yeah. togs. I think Victorians call them togs. Togs. Budgie smugglers. Swimmers. Budgie smugglers. You used to like the ones in the budgie smugglers. Yes. Dig togs. <laughs> oh, hello, I can see a vein. Uncut <laughs> 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 or cut? We can tell. All right, uh, should we get into the diary? Because I feel like this is going really porno. <laughs> Lou's like, what have I signed up for? Yeah, let's go for it. All right. Uh, We're starting on uh, Sunday, October 8th. This was written at 3.32am. Rosen stunk at midday today. Apparently I don't shine, I just rise and stink. Stink. Yeah, stunk. Rosen stunk at midday today. I'm clearly trying to be funny and I don't think at all that I've done that. Uh, got up, had some breakfast, rang Mike Chadwick in Adelaide. I love that whenever Ma- I ring Mike, I put his whole name. <laughs> like His full name is Mike he, Chadwick. And where he lives, even though... In Adelaide, he yes. <laughs> I should say also, worked in the video store that I worked at in or something. Uh, had a talk for a while. Then I rang Cindy and Colin, asked if they were doing anything and could I come over? <laughs> right, Okina. They said yes. Oh. That I could come over, not that they were doing things and I couldn't. So I showered and went over to their house. We talked and drank tea. Then we started playing this game using six dice and scoring with them. It was great. What is the fucking You're game? You're so not... Can I just say, you rang and had a chat. What about? You put it in your diary. It must have been memorable. Oh, with Mike, I would have just yeah. said, how's things in the video store? Have you upgraded the stereo and your Mitsubishi Magna yet? <laughs> you would have been saying, what movies have you been watching? Oh, yeah, true. And he was a real techo wizard, so he would have been full up on, you know, the latest CD releases and laser discs and all that sort of stuff too. And so then you played a game with six dice. So yeah, what's a game with six dice? Well, it's not Yahtzee. I don't think it's Yahtzee because I think that's only got three dice. <laughs> Maybe we're playing double Yahtzee. <laughs> Jesus, you were a smart bunch, weren't you? Ugh. Drinking cups of tea. Not if I was how playing. Old were you, 69 or 19? Again and again, you bring up how much Nana happens in my 19-year-old life. <laughs> we had a late lunch, early tea. Oh, so it's a late lunch, early tea. So, uh, And it was of ravioli and sauce, which was really nice. Headed back to the station just after five. My shift from six till midnight went well. Had take 40 till 9.30. Mary rang at six and we talked until 7.46pm. Specific. 7.46pm. <laughs> came home just after 12 midnight. Don't need to say the two. You could just say came home after 12 or came home after midnight. Anyway, you'll learn in years to come. Watch the movies that Mark had borrowed. Now off to sleeps. 3.37am. And I've crossed out a P because I've clearly <laughs> rooted it. Did you have a P or didn't you? I would have had a P. I didn't write about that. <laughs> I didn't write about the movies that they borrowed, the game I played or what I chatted about. <laughs> None of the relevant but the time information. You went, but the time you went to sleep. Yes. What well, you that, ate. That's pro- totally important. <laughs> Ravioli and sauce. How would I sleep without knowing that? (laughs) All right, this is uh, Monday, October 9. It was written at 3.07am and underneath the Monday they've got on the diary it says Labor Day and then in brackets South Australia and I've written with an arrow pointing to it, jeez, comma, lazy, with question marks and uh, two exclamation marks. Fuck off. Uh, And at the top it also says 29 days till Adelaide. The countdown continues. I know. How were you getting to Adelaide? Well, at that stage, I was meant to be flying. But as we'll see, the pilot strike might have something to say about that. (laughs) 
<clears throat> I didn't get up until 1pm today. How unusual. Not really. Day Not really. off and sat around the house. <laughs> Called mum and we talked for a while. Avril and I made... Oh, here we go. Avril and I made a lamb roast for tea with Ooh. cauliflower cheese, roast potatoes and carrots and cabbage with onions and bacon. Fucking hell. <laughs> Jesus. You were, can I just say, when you stop calling it tea and start calling it dinner? <laughs> I think I still call it tea. <laughs> oh, no, do we call it dinner? What do you want for dinner? What do you want for tea? I, I think I still rotate them. So, yeah, it's still tea. It's still tea. I think you're that that old? Like this? Maybe. It's old. That's a granny thing, too. I ate my tea in my bathers. You don't hear young people go on, going out for tea, do you? No, that's true. Oh, it's God. dinner. It's just lame on top of lame on top of lame, isn't it? Anyway, all of that was absolutely superb, but we made too much, so we all had our plates piled high, and I was absolutely (laughs) bloated. (laughs) God, you could not eat it all. I know. You have your jag t-shirt on. Definitely, that stretches. (laughs) <laughs> uh, went for a drive The hills above Karatha were on fire Just a small bunch of bushfires <laughs> I love oh how casual that is You weren't worried then? Nah, it's not much to burn up there <laughs> Did you have a car up there? Or were nah. you driving someone else's nah, car? No, I'd be borrowing my roomies I reckon um. We watched TV till about 10pm and had a shower Dave got home at about 12.15 And we just finished watching a movie See ya! 3.11am no idea what the movie was. Why are you going to bed so late? I don't know, mate. Especially when I got up at one o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> if I got up at one, but they're not going to bed till three, how many hours is that in a day? <laughs> you do maths. Oh, oh God. I can't even <laughs> think of a game with, with six dice. I couldn't add them up. Well, yeah. Let's move on. I never asked that question. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Uh, this is Tuesday, October 10. It was written at 1.25am and above the top of the page I've written 28, which is 28 days to a In capitals, I've written HELL! I wake up early today at around 11.45. Yeah. <laughs> I could not believe it. How incredible. Jesus, dude. Uh, some sort of an eventful day. Had a shower just after two. Went into town with Avril. Got a postcard from Nicole in Alice Springs. Took the VCR in for repairs, did some shopping for tea, and paid some more off my lay-by. Oh, lay-by. Oh, my God, you remember the old lay What did you have on lay-by, though? It would be Jag shirts. <laughs> or a Jag watch. <laughs> some kind of watch. A Swatch watch. Oh. <laughs> Maybe. So you used to get paid and you used to go and put your little, you know, $10 or $20 yeah, on see, your lay-by. And people don't understand that now. Like, you used to have to – you didn't get the product. They would keep it for you in a back room in their lay-by section. And every, was it once a month or once a week you had to go and take money in? Well, I think it was once a week. Yeah. Did you used to get paid in cash? You used to get like a little. Yes, in a little envelope in... with your coins and everything and your, your Yeah, notes a little well. yellow envelope and it'd have it all. Yes. And everyone would see them. I remember working at Big W's and they'd put them in the box. Everyone could see how much everyone got paid. Yeah. And also you could steal it. <laughs> Like now it goes straight into our account. We can't touch it. We can't see it. We have to go and call finance when it's not right. No, that's what you're getting paid. Oh, shit, I fucked up. I shouldn't have accepted this job. That's our reality now. That's reality now. <laughs> um, I came home and set about getting tea ready. Oh, here we go. More food. We had marinated steaks with coleslaw, potato salad and garlic bread. It was absolutely really superb. Nice. I know. Ooh. It seems like everything I've eaten this week has been absolutely superb. <laughs> 
<laughs> Spent the rest of the night watching TV. That's about it. Nothing else to report. Over and out. One thirty-three a.m. Over and out. Man. You on like a rig, like a big, you know, B double or oh, something, yeah. you know? On your... Break a break a poly waffle. Over and out. <laughs> poly waffle. <laughs> Oh, I miss Polly Waffles. Do people know oh. what they are anymore? They're not they're not available anymore, are they? <laughs> they got they got marshmallow and chocolate. Yeah, with some kind of circular biscuit or circular wafery thing around it. They used to you I only remember they used to use them at the um the strip joint. What? Um, <laughs> there was some strip joint in Adelaide that we went to with Carrie and her mum. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you Carrie and her mum. Lady Avon, <laughs> who went to a stripper that used a polywaffle. What the yeah, fuck was going on in the eighties? When you mentioned it, or then the other thing is, is you know the polywaffle in the pool trick. Oh know? yeah, well that or a chiquito <laughs> or a picnic. <laughs> <laughs> and who would waste Code a good Brown. chiquito? Brown, anyway, Code look Brown. out for a polywaffle. Total eighties chocolate bar. I don't think they're available mm. anymore. Um, this is uh, October 11. It's a Wednesday. 27 days to Adelaide. It was written at 1.43am. Back to work. O-E. I've got O-O-H-E-H-H-H. I reckon it's O-E. I got up today about 11.30 or thereabouts. Dave and I just watched TV, had a shower, got dressed and headed off to work. Had a talk with Richie about our playlist. It's great with Neville away. <laughs> okay. We've, Poor old Nev. We've heard in previous entries that I don't like the music and Neville got upset that I didn't like the 60s and 70s music. So clearly while Neville's away, Richie and I are playing with the playlist. <laughs> got stuck into all my little jobs. Quite a few as a matter of fact. Couple of end tags for a variety of commercials. Did other commercials. Generally just kept myself busy. <laughs> You wanker. Went on air. Such a granddad. I was such a granddad, wasn't I? Thank God my 20s were like my teens. (laughs) (laughs) Which is why I don't remember it and haven't got a diary for it. Went on air at 6 pm and my shift went rather well. I was happy with it. Mum and Dad rang up about 8 30 to 9 pm. We had a talk about coming home and how the airlines are stuffing me and hundreds of others up. Night, 1 51 am. Finally, I recorded what I said in a chat. Oh, my God. I'm clapping. I know. I'm, I'm impressed. I'm, I don't have anything to play to celebrate, but yay. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is Thursday, October 12th, written at 12.51am. Bit of a pain in the ass today. Honestly, things couldn't get worse. <laughs> Probably could. Day started out well, with no problems. Got to work, not that much work to do. However, Dave rings up and tells me he picked up our video and they haven't repaired it. So I get pissed off because, firstly, they haven't fixed it. And secondly, because Dave took it anyway. Then mum rings up and says that very few flights are leaving from Perth to Adelaide and I might get to Perth on the 6th of November and find there isn't a flight for me to catch to Adelaide. So then I got pissed off about that. Oh, can you imagine? Mm. So as a result of all that, my shift dragged. The first few hours were unrefined crap and very depressing. Unrefined (laughs) crap and very depressing. Was it about me being a grandfather? Just say, could you imagine what you were like on the radio that day? You'd have been like Debbie Downer, misery guts, misery guts. Yeah, I would have tied it into my um, tribulations and trials. (laughs) Oh, we hope the pilots are happy. (laughs) I would love to have seen the music you chose for that one. I didn't pick any, I'm sure. (laughs) 
Um, and it was very depressing. The rest got slightly better, but certainly nothing to rave about. And then I've just finished this off without the see ya. I've just gone night, 12.57am. Is that the first time you've been unhappy in your diary? No fucking way. (laughs) (laughs) I love you, Lou. I love that you think that's the first time I've been unhappy. But I worked myself into a frenzy about lots of things, most of them not worth working yourself into a frenzy about. (laughs) And you probably didn't write enough notes about it anyway, so we don't really understand what it was. Exactly. There is no record. (laughs) All right, this is uh, Friday, October 13. It was written at 1.27am. Anyone keeping tally? 25 days till Adelaide. And I've written in capitals. (laughs) Woo! Spooky! Friday the 13th. (laughs) I'm going to push it anyway. (laughs) Anyway. Wow. Well, today I got up at 9am. That is very early for you, mate. Showered and got dressed and headed off to work at about 10am. Great day today. Couple of ads to do. Generally kept myself occupied for most of the time. (laughs) I love that. There's just constant references to me keeping myself occupied and just doing my do. AKA looking like I'm working, but I'm not really. <laughs> That's what I'm really looking saying. Looking like I'm working. Yeah. You look I busy. Like Scribble on a paper. Someone's writing. <laughs> my shift from 2 to 6 p.m. went really well. I was so pleased with my efforts today. Oh, bliss. After work, went home and Judy picked me up for tea. We went to the Mexican restaurant Los Amigos. I've written in capitals. Oh. And then off to the Tambre, which I've written in capitals, for the live performance of Alfonsarelli and the Joy Boys. Once again, written in capitals. <laughs> they were fantastic. Really great. Finished at midnight and now I'm off to sleep. Night. 1.39am. Alfonsarelli and the Joy Boys. Whatever happened to them? Who, who are they? Exactly. Where, did they come from? Where did they come from, Ben? I've never heard of them. I'm, I'm hitting up a cozier now to find out. Oh. <laughs> Something came up. Only one entry. <laughs> okay, I'm only on Ecosia, so sometimes I'm not as good as Google, but it plants trees every time you search, so fuck Google. Um, but Alphonse really and the Joy Boys come up with a discography. Oh, good on you, Alphonse really and the Joy Boys. What an impact you made. <laughs> we wouldn't know of you if I hadn't have put it in the diary. <laughs> and do you know what? Of all the things you didn't put in your diary, you put that in. No. Go, Al. You made an impression. And do you know what I love is that I got up and I had a shower. Don't you normally have a shower and go yeah, to work? Like, exactly. <laughs> and the same, like, I made a phone call and had a chat. Well, what else do you do when you make a fucking phone call, you idiot? <laughs> so many things make me angry about this. I just want to go back and punch my 19-year-old self in the face. <laughs> you, know how, you know how sometimes magazines have that, you know, if you could go back and talk to your 15-year-old self, you'd go back and say, I'd punch him and say, you yeah. little pretentious little brick. Listen, you arrogant little fuck. You aren't as good as you think you are, you don't know anything, and you're a big fat fucking poofed up. No, but you know what? We were really serious. And we so were... nannery. I kind of blame you and Kerry. Because <laughs> well, you both loved cups of teas. We weren't going out, were we? And, no. you know, shagging people or anything like that. No, no one wanted to shag us. Was there anyone, have, were you, was there any, you know... Anything in that diary that led us to other than your little Babes, book? I didn't touch anyone other than myself until I was in my late 20s. I promise. <laughs> I was like a really old virgin. <laughs> and honestly, I don't think I had actual penetrative sex until I was in my 30s. So. <laughs> 
Man, this episode's full you, of horrifying confessions. Then you were safe yourself. I apologise to everyone. Yeah, and I saved it for the wrong person, so let's move on. <laughs> well, let's move on. Thank God I've met someone good finally. Uh, this is Saturday, October 14. It's our final <laughs> entry for this um, episode, and it was written at 2.51am. I grudgingly pulled myself from bed about 10am this morning. Good on you, Nana. The last thing I wanted was to wake up. Slight headache, but nothing to worry about. It's not a brain tumour. <laughs> Got to work. Yeah, more than likely. Alfonso really and the Joy Boys, Joy Boys. left me spent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Got to work just after 11. My shift from midday till 6pm went really well. Had some visitors in Dave, Avril, Jan and her son, Andrew. I love how many people just casually wander into the studio in 1989. <laughs> now That's radio stations now. are like locked down. You couldn't get in there if you tried. But in the <laughs> 80s, it's like, oh, there's someone in the street. Bring him in. Have a look. Have a go, mate. Run a song for us. <laughs> uh, went home just after 6 p.m. Had a sandwich. Oh, I'm glad oh. there's a comma because I thought it said had a sandwich called Kerry. <laughs> But it's, I had a sandwich and then I called Kerry. Thank Christ for that comma. Went back to work, did some ads and borrowed Julie's car and emptied my mailbox. Got the bill for the phone. Not as bad as I thought. (laughs) That's going to change. Watched a movie at Neville's place. What the fuck? What was I watching a movie at Neville's place for? He's Neville. He's the boss. I didn't like. Yeah, with the curled hair. I like him. Yeah. I just can't imagine why I would go there to watch a movie. Oh, here we go. Uh, Because your VCR wasn't working. Point taken. (laughs) Lou, I love that you're listening. I didn't even notice that and I said it twice. (laughs) I've just found out why Neville, I was at Neville's house. Julie's looking after it while he's away. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That makes sense now. Yeah, no, Neville, I'm coming over. Uh, no oh, record what? of whether I went through drawers or found out anything. <laughs> Can I just say, isn't it interesting, even 30 years later, you still question, why would I go to his house and watch a video? Yeah. You, it's, you know, you, it seems weird to me in. to go to a boss's house to watch a movie. As soon as I read that, I'm like, why was I doing <laughs> was that? I and why do I not remember it? And what movie did we watch? But thank God Neville wasn't there. Phew. Sure. Came home at about 12.15. Now off to bed, been watching TV. Night, 2.56am. So, that's another week of inane bullshit. And and you know what? You've still got your countdown for Adelaide. I can't wait to hear about oh. the update of when, what happens in Adelaide. And did you take your diary to Adelaide and write in it every day? I think I took it with me, but I didn't write anything in it. It just says holidays on every page. <laughs> That's going to be a quick week, isn't it? Yeah. But I'm sure I found (laughs) photos the other day from when I came back of us hanging out. and. I can remember going to your house and you pushing me in the pool once. That was my farewell to go to Carafa. That was your farewell. And then Kerry pushed me in to get me back. Yeah, she she went back up for me. Yeah. Yeah, You deserved it. Yeah, because I made you wear my mother's (laughs) clothes, which is awful for someone who's 18 going on 19. I'll wear an old lady's (laughs) clothes. Yeah, but we were so old for our age. I know. You probably thought, this is a bit too risque for me. (laughs) (laughs) She did not think that. (sighs) Well, Well, another week done. I know. And there's only eight more to go. So this is probably our final episode together. Oh, no. I know. You might have to have a a finale one and have a few of us on there. Yeah, I think I need to sort of work out something for the final episode. I thought I was going to do it all with my family, but... 
Maybe I need to just bring people in for an, a page each. <laughs> oh, God, that would be intolerable. <laughs> Do you think you could sort of add a few things just to give it a bit descriptive next time? Probably like a bit late now. <laughs> God, this you should far. have rewritten it. <laughs> 40 episodes in and it's still not interesting. It's probably late now. <laughs> All right, now, in the next episode, a hot air balloon accident has me worrying about myself. Standard. The pilot strike inspires 20-year-old me to wonder if we are even the lucky country anymore. Righto, mate. Calm down. It also triggers some depression, and I get snappy and say nasty things to the people I work with. Drama queen much? I audition to be the voice of a mining company, and I get served a bunch of bunghole as someone decides to flash me their butt while I'm talking on air. That recollection triggered some hideous memories. As per usual, I try to help amplify Indigenous voices, and this time around, we're shining the spotlight on Redfern Youth Connect. They're a charitable not-for-profit committed to helping kids 10 to 18 years old realise their goals and reach their highest potential. They hold drop-in nights for locals, have fitness programs and education engagement and tutoring as well, and they rely on donations to keep all their different programs running. You can find out more about how you can help via redfernyouthconnect.org or on social at Redfern Youth Connect for facing Instagram. This music is only here because of the mad talents of the enigmatic DJ Dirtbag in creating this teensy moment of synthesizer-soaked 80s bliss. Also, props to Jezelenko for all the other audiograms I get to use. Remember, you can share this podcast with your nearest and dearest. Follow us on Insta or Twitter at 1989. You can even listen to it on public transport and laugh uproariously while telling everyone in a really I've forgotten, I've got my headphones on shouty voice that 1989 podcast is the bestest. Uh, maybe don't do that. Until the next episode, I am, of course, loving you from here. Check you later. See ya. Bye.